host this week, Holly, and joining me today is Luca. Hello. And Bark. Hey. Uh, and we're an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. rewatch podcast where Luca and I guide Buck, who has never seen the show before, through the series from start to finish, sharing our thoughts, criticisms, and love for the show. Today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 11, The Magical Place, uh, in which Centipede's interrogation of Coulson helps him uncover information about his death and mysterious resurrection. However, the potential cost is a teammate's life. Which I still don't understand which teammates <laughs> like was put in danger here, but you know, yeah, I like. I guess Mike. Oh, uh, yeah, but also, I, I mean, that machine was fucking with Coulson big time. <laughs> yeah, it oh, definitely yeah. was. And also, Sky was just, I guess, not life threatening, but Sky was not in a great position. I mean. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like some of, like, this in the last episode title, where they literally give away the cliffhanger, was, like, eh, not the best. Um, but yeah, okay, I guess we, we could just jump right into it, since it seems like we're all ratty to talk about this one. Um, but yeah, did, does anyone have any thoughts about the episode in general, before we get started? I'm so happy for this big plot like this just big <laughs> plot episode just yeah because plot. don't get me wrong those little episodes are really great but like in terms of seeing character moments but we haven't had i mean obviously last episode ties into this one but it, the way that it kind of wraps up this is like a big i can tell this is like a big plot thing uh, oh, which yeah. is nice like we're never going to see hacker boyfriend again but we're going to see Centipede again. Um, <laughs> wow, what a statement. That is truly a statement. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Like, obviously, yeah. this is yeah. a big plot point. Um, right. Also, I just want to say that at some point, I can't remember when, Buck, but you did say this, the flashbacks reminded you of surgery. Uh, yeah, I did say that. So congratulations, you won nothing. But I cried. got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was... Luca and I st have a running uh, tally of all of your predictions. Um, yeah. Just in case they come true. Yeah, just in case yeah. they come true. And Although I know that one of my predictions was absolutely wrong from this episode, so... <laughs> okay, well... About we'll Mike there. dying? <laughs> no, about who the, uh, the clairvoyant is. Oh, the clairvoyant, is. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah... <laughs> yeah. I, Luke and I were losing our minds when he said that. I know. I was like, I was like, how the fuck did he call that? Yeah. Well, the way that the like in that episode, they're like, it's a magical place. It was very like what they do, like to sort of subdue trauma. And the only trauma that comes with you lying down somewhere and like just relaxing, technically, would be like surgery. I think this is it's literally like very galaxy brain. Good call. <laughs> Like I am, I did not make the connection. Although I didn't think it was going to be like that fucked up <laughs> surgery. That was some fucked up surgery. I love how I just want to remind you, Buck, that at the end when Coulson's talking to the doctor, the doctor reminds him that oh, we weren't. That wasn't the actual surgery. That was to remove your memories. So, yeah. what was the other surgery he went under? Yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Oof. Oof. 
yeah. Big oof. Big, big yikes. Yeah, I guess that was that was after his robot surgery where they oh, had yeah. to replace the corrupted yeah. memory. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, I yeah, I guess if you haven't seen this episode yet and you're listening to this, like, there's a content warning for like some some surgery stuff. Yeah, I feel like if you've wa- I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you've watched the episode, but. Yeah. I, I literally everyone I know who listens to this podcast does not watch the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, all right, that's fair entirely enough. true, actually. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Fine, um, fair enough. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, it's, except for Bo. Except for Bo, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know if Bo listens to this podcast anymore. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but we'll if you're listening, we'll cut that one uh, out. I appreciate you greatly. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. Late content warning for, for surgery. It's, it's, it's not very gory, uh, but no. it's still pretty gross. It's like brain surgery. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like go like fucking. Around. They they literally just show his brain for a bit. So, um. It, it is kind of gross, but I mean, I don't think we're gonna talk about it too no. much. I think the context makes it kind of fucked up oh but... yeah it's super fucked oh, up yeah. in context like he's literally screaming that he wants to die while it's happening yeah um uh but just in terms of gore it's not it's not too too grisly. yeah um, like it's more it's more the psychological mm-hmm. aspect of it all um but yeah you all ready to to dive into the into the meat of the episode yeah uh, well, yeah, so the episode opens with the team uh, working together to interrupt a black market deal of some Shatari metal. Uh, after some shenanigans to force him up to a skyscraper rooftop, uh, the team apprehends Benchat, the kind of like Shatari metal dealer, who is then apprehended by Victoria Hand. And I don't know if y'all recognize the name Benchat. Because I did, and I had to look it up. <laughs> I oh. vaguely remember it. It's Ooh. wild. Because he's apparently the person who captured Aquila Amador. Oh! oh. Okay, alright, alright, alright. So the- Van Chat is the guy that they capture and Ward interrogates later on, Buck. Yeah, okay, but Okay, that's the same guy. Apparently, I guess so. <laughs> huh? They also I did not know that. They also describe Akila as being kept, held in one of Van Chat's gulags, which is a very what? specific way of putting that. A gulag? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> which is why I considered that he's just like this, like hot, like white dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Going to the gulag. <laughs> I actually wrote in my notes. I was like, Van Chat is a really great villain name, and it's a shame we don't use him more. But apparently, we did, and I just don't know it. <laughs> That's the only other time he comes up, as far as I I am aware. Wow, what a huh. fucking time, huh? Mm-hmm. Wild. <laughs> a gulag. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, well, that's a that's a fun fact. <laughs> For everyone, including <laughs> myself, who's watched this show, like, at least four times. <laughs> that's one of those things that you'd be like, that came out of the comics. And then I look it up, and then it's like, they just they just did that. Yeah, I, it's... 
just I'm, made it up. I'm, I'm 90% sure Van Chat. Like, I would be surprised if Van Chat's in the comics. Yeah. I A lot of these characters, like, I know Victoria Hand, who I forgot was in this episode, <laughs> um, is from the comics, but a lot of the characters are not uh, from the comics. Yeah. At least after season one. We got a few more comic characters here in season one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm looking at his wiki page now. Yeah, he's just he's just in Shield, and uh, he also just looks like a generic white dude. <laughs> and also, he doesn't have a first name. What? He, 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 he first has name just is has Van, a first. Of he just has, he has a first initial, which is just T. <laughs> T Van Chat. I, it's probably something bougie like Timothy or something. Timothy yeah, but Van Timothy Chat. is spelled like Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, like it's not like a normal Timothy. God. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Tommy Van Chat. <laughs> Tommy Van Chat. Tittlewinks. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Theodore Van Chat. That's actually really, I like that a lot, actually. I love the name Theodore. Theodore. Don't ruin it yeah. for me. <laughs> uh, wow. All right. Well, but yeah, back on the bus, uh, Hand, uh, it turns out, has kind of commandeered the bus, filled it with a bunch of agents uh, in order to help take down Centipede. And while she delivers a briefing, Sky attempts to hack the bus, uh, leading to a confrontation where Han threatens to kick Sky off the plane for being useless, I guess, uh, and not an agent <laughs> I of guess. shield. Um, much to the dismay of Sky and Ward, who kind of protest this. However, Han does end up kicking her off after May tell her, tells her that Sky is quote no use to of no use to us on this plane. And she's right. Yeah, she is in her own way. Okay, but definitely in the moment, I was like, that's fucked up. That's cold-hearted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I it, mean, I think is... they... Yeah, go ahead, Holly. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, it is kind of fucked up in the moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that May knew everyone would think she was not faking it, because May is very aware of, uh, I think, other people's image of her. Um, yeah. Also, yeah, but I also don't know that because she does not necessarily have. I mean, we got a little bit of it in uh, what was the that was the uh, what was the name of the episode with the uh, uh, with the gravity guy with the uh, dimension guy. Yeah. Anyways, we got a little bit of it, but like, I still don't think that she is fond of Sky no. <laughs> particularly. Yeah, especially when she yeah. blew up at her during I think it was repairs like episode 9 that was it yeah 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 I think May I, I think she I think honestly if I was if I had to read May's character here it would be like it was almost like a a gamble she was like okay I'm gonna take you off this plane and then you're gonna prove yourself to me or you're gonna do nothing either way like yeah. it, it removes the problem yeah, like very, yeah. May is very much setting herself up for success here either way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's like, oh, I planned for Sky to, to help us out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Victoria Hand is still a bitch. Uh, confirm. Yeah. Uh, and for the lesbians. 
<laughs> for the lesbians in chat. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we don't really ever no. realize no. that she's a lesbian. No. Yeah. Sad face. Um. Uh, but yeah, but before she's uh she is officially taken away by Shield, Ward and Fitzsimmons help Sky escape the bus, uh before she's picked up by the Shield agents. Meanwhile, I just want to say I love the kind of I don't know. I almost felt like it was uncharacteristic smoothness that Fitz and Simmons. <laughs> you thought that was smooth? <laughs> I thought it was like very smooth, weirdly, and, and not, that that place is swarmed with soldiers, and they just like I don't know. They played it cool, which is good. It's so funny because my notes are literally like for spies, Fitzsimmons are awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, I, the thing is, I don't expect them to be spies, but they did it pretty well. Like, they didn't give it away or anything. Or maybe the other people, maybe the soldiers on the plane are just bad. That's the I, mean, I mean, yeah, they're, pro they're pretty bad. <laughs> like, I feel yeah, like I, nothing here is really going well. Like, everyone's just kind of doing a subpar job. Oh, I yeah. love how how Sky is being kicked off the plane and that one soldier comes over to touch the car and she can just be like, don't do that to him. And he just doesn't do it. Yeah, I'm like, what authority does this girl have? It's like, what the fuck to do? <laughs> like, nothing. Yeah, she's literally, yeah. She's, she was never she's even being, a shield agent. She's, she's in the process of being kicked off the yeah. plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like ridiculous. <laughs> like, that whole series of events is just like yeah. really yeah, silly. Yeah. Everyone really is just doing a subpar job in this episode, like on every. <laughs> like front. Hand is just being a dick and like not listening. Like Fitzsimmons are being like the worst spies. Like, well, no, actually, everyone else around them is being the worst spies. Fitzsimmons are just being totally awkward, which I guess is normal. Yeah. And Ward is kind of just who... like doing things, like I guess, like okay. <laughs> yeah. For a spy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for a super spy, it's pretty subpar again, but whatever, yeah. I guess. Like he yeah, literally... just out in the middle of a room with, like, no cover or anything. They're just like, yeah, have this phone. Yeah. yeah. And then Ward, like, later, like, almost, like, immediately murders their only source of information. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Ward, what the hell, my dude? <sighs> like, for a guy who's supposed to be, like, the one solution or whatever to every problem, he is, like, really just terrible at <laughs> Look, jack of all trades, master of none. Mm -hmm. That's true, I guess. Um, but yeah, meanwhile, Coulson has flashbacks to getting a massage on the beach and being served drinks. However, wakes up in an old house with Poe, who it has hooked him up to this weird memory machine thing. It's just like a, it's just like, kind of like a small MRI. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um. But yeah, after after Coulson refuses to give Poe information by making basketball jokes, um, <laughs> Poe reveals that he knows Coulson's defining moment, which was losing his father as a child, uh, which kind of like shakes Coulson for a moment. Yep. Yeah. Just learn a little bit about Coulson. I don't. I don't particularly know that. That's. I don't know. To me, like, the bigger thing with Coulson is that we learn later is, like, the violin. Th because, like, oh, yeah. your father died. Like, okay. To me, that's, like, that's that's not well, information. I, I think yeah. it was just, 
like I think it was a personally big moment for Coulson. Like obviously no one else cares if this guy lost his dad, but I think for Coulson, probably at a young age. No, I mean, no, yeah, I I get that, but I'm just saying I don't think it's a difficult thing to know. Whereas opposed yeah. to like that's true, yeah, 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 and, and I think that's kind of reflected in how Coulson reacts. Like like when Poe says that he lost his father, like he kind of flinches, but he doesn't give in. Whereas when Reyna goes all in on the on the cellist thing. Like he he like it basically immediately caves. Yeah. Um. Also, every sorry, I have to just put Buck on blast here. But every time we talk about this cellist, you get it wrong and it cracks <laughs> okay, me. Okay, violins are just like bigger cellos. That is <laughs> not true. As someone <laughs> as someone who has played both a cello and a violin, I can confirm that is totally false. <laughs> it's just like, what if a violin made us a more high pitched noise? No. no, that is the exact opposite. The cello is the big one. Oh, yeah. I thought oh the bass was God. the big one. The bass is the biggest. Uh, the bass is the biggest one, and yeah, the cello okay. is the second biggest one. Viola is the smaller one. Yeah. No. Wait, no? <laughs> Viola is bigger, violin is the smallest. Oh, shit. Wait a second. Wait I a I'm second. I'm looking this up right now. Do it. Violin I played the violin. <laughs> Because viola sounds like the smaller one. <laughs> it's a lie! <laughs> the viola is larger than the violin. Damn, I told right. you! <laughs> Good damn it. I but played the violin. But if I were to Starbucks and order a viola, that would be smaller than a violin. <laughs> that is not god. what you order at Starbucks! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh my god. <laughs> anyway, that's your uh, trivia, your musical trivia. The violin is the smallest of the string instruments. Damn, wild. Wild. <laughs> Fuck. I told you people I played the violin. You're just like, whatever. <laughs> I believed you. I, I, honestly, I honestly didn't know that the violin was smaller than the viola, but that's just yeah. my bad. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Sky, hindered by her her nanny bracelet, uh, the parental controls bracelet, <laughs> that uh, is the parental control bracelet, uh, tries to find a way to investigate Ben Chet's finances, uh, who, which she believes will kind of like lead back to Centipede, and she stumbles across a tabloid talking about a shady investment banker, and she immediately steals his car from a valet. Yeah, instantly, yeah. Yeah. Why? Okay. Um, on this scene, it became apparent to me. Why doesn't? Why isn't Sky the spy? Why doesn't Sky like the undercover spy? Sky is literally doing obvious... a better job than like ninety nine percent of the other people on this show. Oh, yeah. She's doing a better job than Ward, whose entire job is to be a spy. <laughs> yep, you're right. <laughs> She just walks up with, like, all the confidence in the world and is like, yeah, I just gotta catch the, like, talking on the phone or whatever. Like, and then Ward's back here, like, oh no, I broke my hand or whatever the, <laughs> whatever he yeah. does every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so good. Okay, but you're absolutely right. You, yeah, you, the funny part is that you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like the thing is that like the way sky steals his car is that like he pulls up and like to a valet and then she just immediately like gets in the seat instead and drives yeah. away like pretending to be some like rich girl and like that i like, mean the wild it's part, smooth as hell it's smooth as hell but the wild part is is that like 
like the dude looks like at the valet when he gets out of his car and like there's like a there's like a bit of like confirmation where the valet kind of just like nods back at him and like and then like literally seconds later sky gets in and drives <laughs> off <laughs> yep uh clearly that valet just lost his job mm-hmm. this is unfortunate yeah. yeah but yeah i also love um i i'm just gonna rail like, a bit on this fucking show like sky is a is a high level hacker right like we're all agreed so she goes in this internet cafe with this bracelet and she just puts it behind her fucking back and she's like this will protect me and i'm like <laughs> no it's not gonna protect shit <laughs> And then later, I have questions about how everything's still working. I guess because she isn't touching the technology. Yeah, I, guess I don't that's know like how shield technology thing. works in that case. And also, like, for some reason, everybody, just all of a sudden, everybody in the cafe is yeah. like, oh, damn, what happened to my computer? <laughs> it's, yeah. It's very unfair. There's, like, the big shield logo flashing over, and it's like, must I know, have just been an internet connection loss. It's such a bad yeah. screen. Yeah, like, you literally hear one guy in the back room go, just like, is the internet down for you, too? <laughs> <laughs> How dumb Maybe can so. you be? <laughs> oh, my God. I just can't. Uh, wow. Um, anyway, we can continue <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Anyway, after she steals the car, she immediately crashes it on purpose. Yep. I mean, I have to again. Sky is doing better um, spy work than like anything we've seen on this show thus oh, far. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah. Because like her plan here is that she crashes the car because she doesn't. She has no idea where the dude lives. So and she can't use the GPS because of her bracelet. Um, so she like fucking like smashes the car into a barrier and like gets the OnStar agent <laughs> to send a tow yep. trick to bring her home, which is great. And also shit, it's the OnStar, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's specifically branded OnStar, but like I feel like everyone knows that it's OnStar. I mean, they showed the right. OnStar button. I'm like ninety percent sure. I don't think I mean, it did. I think it was just a nondescript button. Yeah. Because like I remember my... thinking, is this just an OnStar advertisement? And double-checking. Yeah. I mean, my uh, my car has a nondescript SOS button in it, so... <laughs> there you go. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Back on the bus, Ward, uh, as we alluded to before... Uh, takes over the interrogation and with the help of Fitzsimmons almost launches Van Chet straight out of the plane. Hell yeah. <laughs> and Van Chet, who understandably does not want to be launched out of the plane, <laughs> uh, decides to give Ward the information. I like how like Ward just calmly walks over to the seat and sits down and buckles himself in like a like a toddler getting into the mother's SUV. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I've seen toddlers get into SUVs uh, with way less grace. <laughs> also, yeah. I did yeah, just double fair. check, and it is straight up an OnStar button. It is okay, straight oh. up an OnStar button. Great, cool. Oh, it do. That is absolutely an OnStar button. <laughs> okay, great. Ugh. Um. Yeah, I, I would just like to point out that this man's wrist and possibly arm would be fucking broken. Oh, if, yeah. Because uh, what happens is that the whole way. entire ass room of the, uh, like, ceiling of the interrogation room just, like, peels away to the outside. 
Yeah. Um, and he just, like, gets, like, yeeted out and, like, just grabs onto the edge. Yeah, yeah. like, his wrist would absolutely break at that point. There's, yeah. there's Wasn't no way. Wasn't he also handcuffed at the time? Like He was, yeah. They handcuffed him yeah. to the table. His wrist would break, for sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, show. But, also, sorry. Uh, Fitz is a little bit vicious in this scene. Did not expect that. It's a little angry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know that Fitz is protective, and Coulson is currently MIA. Yes. So. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Uh. Meanwhile, though, uh. Coulson makes an escape, a valiant escape attempt. <laughs> he breaks free of his restraints uh, and takes out a bunch of guards, but quickly realizes, however, that he has been taken to an abandoned nuclear testing site in the middle of the desert uh, with nowhere to escape to. F. <laughs> yeah. Good try, dude, but not quite. Yeah. Uh, and. Poe ends up having one of the centipede soldiers subdue him and take him back to the memory machine. Can I can I just say I don't like the fact that Poe is eating ice cream in this scene. It's yeah, bad. I hate it. Where did he get the ice cream from? Who the fuck I knows? Don't know. Also, I like I, I'm sorry, but I I have to make this joke. It's not it's not prime real estate, but it is free real estate. <laughs> it's free real estate. <laughs> Uh, I apologize for everything I am. Yeah, just Poe turning around like it's free real estate. It's free, it's free real estate. I mean, it is. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, but I I hate Poe. Just like fucking eating. Ugh. Yeah. His thing with like, food is creepy. Poe's like, like smug demeanor just like is. I don't like it. No. No. It's bad. Like I, just... I I like characters that are bastards, but he is like not good. <laughs> no, he's really not. Yeah. He's also talks about children here. Yeah. Which I don't appreciate. <laughs> nope. Don't appreciate it at all. Yeah. I mean I will say, like, I am a little glad that he is uh out of our hair now because Oh yeah, we're not gonna guy. have to deal with him all uh, a lot longer. No. But yeah, he, I mean he is definitely not my favorite. I don't like the dynamic between him and Reyna. I think that's creepy as hell and yeah. I don't like that uh, at all. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is that I think I think the thing is, is that he gives off major like pedophilia vibes because like yes. one yeah. like his thing with Rain is super creepy, like partly because she like takes on this like weirdly infantile demeanor around him. And then like and he's then the just... ice cream thing was just weird. Yeah, that he's here eating ice cream and like talking about children playing. Um and ugh. Yeah, yeah, like he is just major creepy vibes. Yeah. I will not miss him at all. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, after breaking into the dude's house, Sky calls the banker's office uh, to tell him to return home, posing as a member of the LAPD who has recovered his stolen car. <laughs> um, 
However, once the banger gets there, she introduces herself as Agent Belinda May, <laughs> sporting a Hell cool yeah. new jacket <laughs> and a pair of aviators. Hell fucking yeah! I, and she really didn't have to do the thing where she's also like. Im- like imitating May because I no. don't think this guy knows who May is. No. But that was a choice she made. <laughs> I, I just love the whole like, like she was just like walking around and she had this plan and she saw a leather jacket and she's like, "This is it." That's May. That's the May jacket. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was just really. It's just so funny. I I love the whole like pretending to be may and emulating her in every way even though may was like literally just like a bastard to her like she was like nope still my yeah. uh my mvp yeah it's i it... mean she is the most i think competent member of the team oh, yeah. honestly oh definitely yeah. um and we've already established before when sky called May a top that she has a crush on her so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> did we establish that i established that I mean, fair enough. Like, I'm not going to argue. I mean, it speaks for itself, is what I'll say. It does. God I mean, damn it. Come on. It's. it's... <laughs> <sighs> yeah, anyway. Um, he agrees to help her after she promises him immunity from all the shady banker things he's been up to. Um, which. Yeah, this dude's just like they 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 did put much effort into this dude's character. They're just like shitty banker. I mean, it was <laughs> it was really funny that he could use a computer. I will say. Yeah, it, yeah, like they like they it, they did put much effort into it, and they really did not have to. Yeah. Um, I don't think they ever even give this guy a name. I think he's just shady banker. I think she calls him right? by name once. She calls him by a name at some oh. point. But like it's like so Dean fleeting. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Dean. Like what a banker name. Like Dean. she like at one point when, when he's not being able to like use the computer, she's like, Are we gonna have a problem blank? And she says his name, but like mm. it's that was a really... more credible than just Shady Banker. Yeah. <laughs> um But yeah. Back on the bus. And congratulates Ford for getting the information, but expresses a bit of con- confusion at the level of response Shield is uh, deploying to get Colson back, which is interesting, <laughs> given what we kind of find out, and also given what we already know, because like Colson has worked with Hand before, and Hand is like, oh yeah, they're on a they're they're on their own the whole thing, right? Yeah. Like, that's the thing that... Because there was that thing where Han took credit for, like, yeah, I let Coulson do, take his team back, because I'm cool like that. I think... I mean, I think it's just... Like, Hand is also level 8, I believe. I think so, yeah. I was about to make the same point I think you're about to make. And so it's just interesting that she knows that if, like, she went missing, like, the same amount of care would probably not be given. Yeah. Uh, which, <laughs> you know, says something about Coulson and also something about how S.H.I.E.L.D. treats its members, but whatever. Yeah, yeah I was literally I, about to say, I think... I think for the record, it makes sense what you guys said about how it. we learn more about that later. I think that makes sense also why they would value him. Yeah. Um, Ward, yeah. Is, however, is completely oblivious <laughs> to all the concerns <laughs> that Hand has 
and just says, just like, if you knew Coulson, you would understand. And she's like, bitch, I know Coulson better than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because she does, because she's probably known him longer, but, you know. Um. But, yeah, oh, my, yeah. And meanwhile, Raina enters the episode. She walks in while Coulson is in the memory machine and starts talking with Poe, who is, again, they have this, like, weirdly creepy exchange where, like, Poe tries to, like, assert dominance over Raina or whatever. Um, yep. Uh, and then he gets a phone call from the clairvoyant who says that he wants to... Uh, speak with Reyna, immediately emasculating him. <laughs> um, Don't you hate it when the clairvoyant calls and emasculates you in front of your female co-worker? Yeah. Also, <laughs> just, I love, because I, up until now, I was still on board the train of, like, he's just talking into nobody into the phone. <laughs> but right when he got owned by the clairvoyant, I was like, oh, he would not do that to himself. <laughs> No self-owning here. <laughs> There's no way he would do that to himself. Uh. I will say it would have been funny for him to do it, and then Raina gets on the phone and is just silent, and she's like, oh, shit. Yeah. That would but be. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, he hands the phone to Raina, who has, who has like a very brief discussion. We only hear basically just like a bunch of yeses and uh huhs and I agrees. And, and breathy exclamations because apparently yeah. she's getting turned on or some bullshit. Yeah. Oh. Dude, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, pretty, pretty creepy. Ugh, I hate it here. I mean, honestly, like, I say that, but like, it could all just be Reyna just putting on an act. So. I don't yeah. know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know either. I, 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 I have, I know things about Reyna that are just I, like. Mm. I just think like now. I think the clairvoyant is like an actual real person. Now I don't know if it's actual clairvoyancy or if it's just like extreme hacking power or whatever. Extreme but, hacks. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. not Poe. We know that now. We yeah. know one thing, and we know it's not Poe, and it's probably not Reyna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, for the record, though. I think I think what killed him was the eye thing again, um, and not the phone. No, it was the phone. It was the phone. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. It had the same effect as the eye, though, didn't it? Where, like, no, because the eye like blows up. Um, oh, and it makes your... Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah, this, like I, I did look this up. Apparently, this is a thing that shows up in the original Iron Man. Hmm. Actually, Which, now that you say that, you're totally right. It does. Yeah. Um. But yeah, anyway, I think there's one thing that we can safely say here, and that it's that Reyna is horny for the future. And I yeah. hate it. Yeah. It's bad. I, I just, really hate it. Yeah. I rain enough. <laughs> rain <-a. laughs> That's a mood. That's a mood. I mean, I'm just glad that Poe's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's a big improvement. It is a big improvement. Yeah. Do not appreciate him. Uh, but yeah. And then back in the cockpit of the bus, May and Ward have a private discussion. Or May reveals 
that she actually wanted Sky off the plane because Sky wouldn't be able to work with all the pressure from the other agents. And that Meg was actually being nice to Sky. <laughs> oh my god, it was a double play! Yeah. Also, um, just like, I don't know. I feel like I wanted Sky off the plane works in both scenarios here. Oh yeah. Um, For sure. Like, I mean... I do think it's a smart play. Yeah, um, like, I don't think, like, I, I'm making jokes, but I genuinely don't think that May was doing the, like, the, like, internet troll thing of, like, oh, no. I was just joking. Because she, like, reveals it toward here, like, before, um, before they even get here anything back from Sky, Um, mm-hmm. like, and she does, like, seem, like, pretty sincere. It's just, like, you know, you don't have to assume the worst from me every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like clear that May does have a degree of trust and faith in Sky that we haven't really seen leading up to this moment. Um, it does not necessarily mean she likes Sky. Yeah. No, it doesn't but mean it, she likes Sky. But it is very funny that she's just like, she's just like, ah, I meant to be mean so I could be <laughs> nice. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, at the end, they get new coordinates from some of the information and uh, change uh, directions very suddenly, which the bus can do, because it's cool like that. Because it's the bus. Um, meanwhile, Sky is struggling to get the banker to help her out when two private security guards show up. Show up. She, like... Is it private security or is it LAPD? It's private security. Oh. They, I forget what they Because he pushes yell, like but... a silent alarm button before yeah. walking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, they, I, I think Sky also just like, I, like, just like starts calling him a bad dad <laughs> during this. She does. One of my my favorite lines is, "David thinks you're an asshole." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just like, "David thinks I'm a cool dad," and then she's like, "David thinks you're an asshole." <laughs> so good Uh, Uh, I love that line and he's just like what (laughs) um but yeah uh she like when the security guards show up she immediately just like takes them down uh which is wild and also really cool to watch yeah um, I mean, I, it's I think paying off. it's paying off, but also I think these guards weren't particularly good. <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 they don't seem particularly confident, but also like, yeah. like Sky takes it up pretty efficiently. Again, showing off the fact that she is being a better person than literally anyone else at, their, at her yes. job in this episode. Chekhov's unarmed combat training. Chekhov's unarmed combat training. I mean, I will say that the whole scene, I, I don't know if this is this scene or the next scene, but the whole scene where she like, she like takes him out and they're like, oh my God. And then they're like, but how do we know you're really shield? And she like takes his phone and like fucks it up by doing her bracelet thing is really good. Yeah. It's so funny to me because it's just like, it's so suspicious. <laughs> how she does Absolutely. it too. Like it does not play, like it just goes to show how like, Again, literally everyone around her is incompetent. 
No, but I also think that if you do things with enough confidence, like, even if people are competent, they won't ask questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, yeah. And, like, like Sky it's... does it with so much confidence that that's, like, dang. Like, I could mm -hmm. believe that. But I will say she's also acting pretty sus. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Sky's the impositor. She is. She is pretty suspect. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I, I guess, again, the guards aren't very good, and this guy's not very good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, her her uh, impressive display of martial prowess uh, manages to impress uh, Dean, or whatever the fuck his name is, into, like, actually helping her out. Um, well, you say that. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it turns out he does not know how to use a computer, so she immediately discards him and gets one of the security guards and starts typing shit in for her. I know he's guys... a banker and he doesn't know how to run banking software. He doesn't I know. know how to access the page. Like I know this guy is like way too young, but this is literally like a boomer move. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, uh, account history, where's that? This guy's job is literally a banker, and he doesn't know how to access his bank account. Yeah. Like he's just a literal piece of shit. Like he has no yeah. skills. But he gets paid a six figure salary because welcome to America. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and also doesn't pay child support. And also doesn't pay child yeah. support because deadbeat dads are also very American. <laughs> <laughs> but not paying child support makes me cool. David thinks I'm cool because I don't pay. Child <laughs> David support. thinks you're a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. Meanwhile, back in in Tahiti land, uh. Reyna attempts to sweet-talk Coulson into cooperating, telling him that she only wants what he wants, which is to figure out what S.H.I.E.L.D. is hiding from him. She tries to sow doubt in him about what S.H.I.E.L.D. is hiding, while revealing that she knows very personal information about him, including his old love interest, which is kind of like the last thing that kind of pushes him over the edge and, and gets him to, to cooperate. What I think was really interesting is they actually seeded this last episode, I think, mm -hmm. because they mentioned the love interest before. I yeah. think that was like the open. Was that the cold open? No, no, that was... it's when they're in the car. Yeah, that was yeah. after they confronted the dude's sister about the the lottery thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think that was really just really smart. Um, yeah. To bring it back into this episode, like immediately, like here. Yeah, because they're like, hey you know about this too. And we're like, we do. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, it's obvious that Coulson still uh, has some feels there. Oh, yeah. Probably kept it off the records at Shield. I mean, as much feels as a robot can have. Like... Exactly, yeah. Well, you know, they implanted those memories in there when they were fucking up with yeah. his brain. So. And now he's an emotional robot. Yeah. He's like the Tin Man. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah <laughs> meanwhile Fitzsimmons brief ward on the cool centipede soldier night night bracelet um, when they get a call from Skye telling them where Coulson might be May answers the call and then uh, takes the team to convince Hand uh, to let them go check it out uh, and she after some coercion uh, eventually agrees to let them go on their own which is again just like wild that, that they're yeah. just like, we've got this like information about where Coulson 
like it might be and then hands just like is it was it from sky and they're just like yes (laughs) (laughs) what about it yeah it's like really stupid of hand to not take this information and do something with it but yeah and especially to like say okay listen the team is good at what they do asterisk but um <laughs> like not to to not send anybody with them and just like yeah if you want to go off and do that on your own go check it out yeah no sweat off my back is either hand just being a really bad person or hand just being a really bad agent yeah um, which either way yeah it could be both. and like i yeah. just like i just like have this like that i don't think they do in this episode in fact i know they don't but like I can just see her, like, when she's writing up the report or whatever for this fucking mission going, well, I knew all along that Sky was out there gathering intel. Oh, so, yeah. Like, I'm oh, like, that's yeah. what she did that, that's what she did in the Hub episode. Where exactly. she was like, I knew that their bond was strong enough to pull them out of there. It's like, shut up. It's like, shut, shut the fuck up, man. You didn't know <laughs> shit. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and... In memory, in the memory machine, uh, Coulson sees that same flashback again uh, of him getting a massage. Only this time, it's interrupted by Doctor Strayton, uh, who takes the place of the waiter. Um, Doctor Strayton is—I didn't know his name before I went and looked it up, but it's the dude Neither who uh, kind of like came in in the very first episode to talk about uh, the team being cleared for medical duty. Yeah, did you catch oh, that shit. one book? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, he's, he's the one. He's I, the as one soon as I like... hear a background character name, it immediately goes out of my head. <laughs> yeah, he's the one. He's the one who like was with, um, uh, fucking Ward uh, and uh, Victoria Hand, I think. No, no. Um, what's her name? Fury's girl. Hill. Oh, Hill. He was yeah. the one who who was with uh, Maria Hill after Coulson like walked out of the room, and it was like he really doesn't know, does he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that makes sense in yeah context. in retrospect. Yeah, yeah. connecting these dots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that that's foreshadowing right there. That's that literary that is foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I, I will say it this the kind of like reveal is super goofy. Like I always crack up when I see the like our original flashback scene of just kind of yeah. like you know, like it's just one of those things where it's just like the kind of like gymnast like writing gymnastics that they had to pull to like frame like this like very traumatic surgery scene as like a like using the exact same dialogue as like a massage scene is very funny to me. I mean, right. it's really funny, but it also, like, works pretty well. <laughs> yeah. And only Buck would call the fact that it was actually <laughs> surgery. Because uh, I didn't get that at all when I was watching this originally. And while all of this is going on, Sky arrives at the, the nuclear testing site where Colson is. Uh, and is soon joined by the rest of the team, who arrive by smashing it into a set of pizza loader with their car. Um... And Coulson continues to have flashbacks uh, to being on an operating table observed by two doctors rather than being on a, in a massage parlor on a beach, um, which is probably a little bit disconcerting. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, Ward takes off to fight one of the Senate Pete soldiers while the rest of the team goes to find Coulson. 
Um, he takes out a few normal dudes pretty swiftly while Ward uh, completely ignores Fitzsimmons' instructions and just like takes out the capsule of Night Night Juice and shoves it in the dude's mouth and smashes yep. his jaw close. <laughs> yeah, like, that was oh, like like I know they had that conversation about not making it lethal, but I'm pretty sure that guy's dead. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. But yeah. I mean. Yeah. I I like that fight scene a lot. Yeah, what was what were Fitzsimmons' instructions with it? I'm pretty sure it wasn't stick it in their mouth and shoot it. It was not. No, it was not. <laughs> the idea was that they you'd wrap it around, you'd like like strap it to their wrist, and they would like inject something into the centipede device on their arm. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it would basically like neutralize the super superhero super soldier serum. My God, mm-hmm. that ten times fast. Um. Yeah, but that uh, Ward just went fuck that and did whatever the hell he wanted. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And while all of this is go- going on, Coulson's flashbacks become more vivid, and it becomes clear what's actually going on. And he's shown on an operating table with most of his skull removed and a big machine fucking around with his brain. Uh, he continues. And he's be- also just like. Yeah, begging for death. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pleading with the doctors who are watch who are just there watching him, asking them to please let him die. That I, was a real brutal scene. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it just takes on a whole other timber when you hear him like le- literally pleading for death. Like, and like know. also just the doctor in the background, like we can't be like Stryton being like we can't be doing this. this is actually fucked up. Like, yeah. yeah. It's really just really hard. Mm-hmm. Also, can I just say that the amount of shit that people like can undergo before they die is like wild to me. I'm like looking at this guy without a head and I'm like, man, he should be dead, but yeah. he's not dead. And like that's actually a real thing that they do in surgery sometimes, so Yeah, I hate thinking about that. Uh me too. <laughs> Let's move swiftly on. <laughs> yeah. I mean I do have one more note here where it which is just like me putting on my um uh, anti-institution hat on just briefly to say that like like yeah like it, they do a pretty good job of just going like yeah this is super fucked up and even like the doctor who's doing it thinks it's fucked up but Do- director fury said so so we're gonna do it anyway i guess yep mm-hmm. pretty Ugh. pretty bad mm-hmm. <laughs> also you know i really liked Nick Fury in the movies and shit, but who? It's not his decision to say we need to bring Coulson back to life. I mean, it like, is. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. I never thought of him as a bad person until I've watched this episode specifically. Yeah, I will say this show brings a whole other side to Nick Fury that I also did not anticipate. It's like terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I think they do a good job in this show, at least from my perspective, and like how I do it. As like uh, they don't, I don't think they do it pretty intentionally because, like, again, I think this show like does end up being mostly pro Shield as like a thing that is good. Um. But, like, I think they do do a good job of going, like, oh, no, Nick Fury was the kind of person who invented genocide machines. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, who invented these big fucking ships that, like, go into the sky and their only purpose is to kill literally anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you look at it 
from like a logical perspective, I mean, Nick Fury is like, okay, I guess not Captain America because he like wasn't alive, but he is the start of all this shit. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. shout out to Nick Fury, um, greatest Marvel villain on the on the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, it also becomes yeah. like increasingly clear like how much just like like unfettered like power that he has. Yeah, like as a leader. Like, because there's the whole, like, World Council bullshit in, like, uh, Winter Soldier or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it becomes increasingly clear that, like, Nick Fury can just do whatever he wants with absolutely zero ramifications. Yep. Which is uh, pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do whatever he wants with the basically unlimited power that S.H.I.E.L.D. has, and also, like... And also just, like, the disregard for, like, morality Oh yeah. in it, you know? Yep. Yeah. I mean, they... Coulson is literally begging for death here. He apparently has already died, and uh, Nick Fury's like, fuck it, we're bringing it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's one thing that I'm surprised they didn't... They, they kind of... The line where they kind of, like, touched on it didn't really land as as heavily as i would i thought they would make a bigger point of it that like colson says that like i would give my life like before like for shield basically and reina kind of cuts him off and it's just like you already gave your life for it which is just Mm -hmm. like yeah you really did and you also begged to to die after that wasn't enough it's pretty fucked up Mm -hmm. but yeah Anyway, uh, Sky and May find him and immediately punch Reyna extremely hard in the face. Which uh, is a mood. Yeah. And uh, while he continues to sleep, he keeps kind of just, like, continuing that bleeding, like, uh, kind of like sleep-talking in a fit of restlessness. Um, Sky and May look understandably very concerned at this, uh, and May, like, yanks out the power plug. Which brings Coulson to, and Sky kind of comforts him very nicely. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's obvious how attached uh, Sky is to, in spe- in particular, Coulson, but the whole team. Yeah, um, I think also def- specific. Also, you get a bit more of the other side too of Coulson just kind of like really desperately like calling out for Sky, like once he yeah like starts to get the sense that she's there. Yeah, I'm really into, like, the father-daughter sort yeah. of bond that they're developing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fast forward it a little bit, uh, back to the bus, and Han tells Coulson that uh, they have managed to take down centipede operations all across the globe, but still have no leads on the clairvoyance. And after Coulson, like, tells her about, kind of, like, briefly re- mentions what Raina knew about him, she assures him that they will uh, question Reyna thoroughly. Coulson thanks the rest of the team for helping free him, and then, in a brief private exchange with Sky, uh, assures her that everything he saw following the membership wasn't real. Uh, after she asks him about what and he was saying, it wasn't very believable. No, yeah, you could tell nope. his heart really wasn't in that. Yep. Um, and yeah, 
I mean, and it's it's revealed very much later that he does not think that at all. Because uh, hard cut to Coulson just like ominously sitting in the back of this dude's car at night uh, as yep. Doctor Strayton like heads in and realizes that he's there, and like pretty immediately because it's obvious that that Strayton was pretty troubled by the shit. Well, he was the he was one doing. in that in that flashback that was like, "This is fucked up. We can't be doing yeah. this." Yeah. Yeah. Um, and kind of just, like, tells Coulson what happened, which is that, yeah, he was dead for a long time, and mm-hmm. they did a lot of fucked up shit to bring him back, um, including, uh, like, and, like, the fucked up shit that they did, like, basically was traumatic enough that he wanted to die by the time it was all done, and so they had to wipe his memory and replace it with memories of Tahiti. Yeah. I remember watching this for the first time and being so tripped out that, like, what we saw wasn't even, like, the thing that saved him or whatever. <laughs> it was, right. like, just them replacing the memories. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, also, sorry, I just was looking back on my notes. And can we talk about Sky and Simmons' safe word being manscaping? <laughs> this is, like, yeah, totally off topic. <laughs> But we can't let this episode go without talking about it. <laughs> oh. It's really funny. Anyway, just a just a brief note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, major feel for the Skimmons shippers there that they have a safe word. Major, major, yeah. Welcome to the Skimmons ship. <laughs> God. Totally fe- fueled by the actresses who play both the characters. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, every opportunity they, they, they got, they were like, Skimmins! <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, but, yeah. Anyway. Uh, after the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo, we get the tag where we see a heavily scarred but very much alive Mike Peterson, uh, who wakes up in this dingy old room and after taking it in his surroundings, his surroundings receives a message and realizes that he has received the same eye implant as Aquila. Which is honestly very heartbreaking, considering. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, I'm not looking it's... forward to that. Because, like, <laughs> last episode, he was like, I just want to be a really good S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And yep. now he's, like, fucked up. Mm-hmm. He's all fucked up. Yeah. Which kind of goes back to the theme of the episode for, like, uh, for Coulson, which is, like, would you give your life for S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah like, I did. To be fair for Mike, I mean, I feel like it's less about S.H.I.E.L.D. and more about his son, but yeah, I mean. Yeah. Well, I think it the was... other thing, too, yeah, it's like, one, his son, but also, two, like, yeah, like, they did make a pretty big point last episode of, like, showing how eager and, like, kind of bright-eyed and pushy-tailed Mike was about the whole being a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent thing. And then, yeah. like, literally the first opportunity he gets to kind of, like, not prove himself, but, like, be, take it on that role. Um, like it just goes so bad and he is uh like immediately just like fucking traumatized and now is is going to continue to be that and also yep. you have to imagine that given everything we know now like fury wasn't very happy that he decided to trade in colson instead of himself yeah. Yeah. 
I, I feel like that matters less because Mike is like been taken captive and has lost an arm and a leg and also his freedom. His but yeah. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really rough. Um, Oh god, I was gonna say something, but I forgot. Oh, that's probably not important. Uh, but yeah, it's seeing Mike here is is big, big oof. Especially because like I like Mike a lot. Um, yeah. And I don't want to see him sad ever. Mm-hmm. Like I was glad he was alive, but like at what cost? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not great. Yeah, because not. Well, like, they saved like, Aquila. To be fair, so they did save Aquila. They can't save Mike. Yeah, but, but like, they even, we, even beyond we, just the eye stuff. Like he is supremely fucked up. Like yeah. yeah, like he he like yeah, like Lucas said, he lost an arm and a leg, and like is heavily scarred with burn scars. Yeah. Like, it's impressive that he's alive at all. And I just want to, like, ask, how did they... Okay, so there are two options here. One is that the explosion was so hard that he just flew up in the air into the helicopter or some shit. <laughs> and two is that they just didn't search the area for him after the thing exploded. Yeah, how I... Did they get I him? Mean, it's comic I, books. It's comic books. It's lives. <laughs> I mean, I think the I only... very much like the idea of like just like Ward and the whole team being like, "Damn, I can't believe he died." Oh well, let's go home. <laughs> yeah. 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 The fact that they didn't like, or no, they did say I, there was there must have been some sort of plan because I remember they did make a point of saying that they recovered a male body that they identified as Mike Peterson. Did oh, they? Yeah. yeah, they did say Hand, that. Hand I mentions totally that during that. her briefing at the very beginning of this episode. But can we trust hand? That's true. Yeah. Can we trust hand? Dun dun dun. Um, yeah, I. I mean, I think it. Yeah, I think they wanted Mike. Obviously, like they wanted Coulson, but they also like Loki wanted Mike. Yeah. Do these? Okay. Do these? Are, chronologically, are we before Winter Soldier right now? I don't know. Yet. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, then that reveals some things about Shield that are potentially, although I don't know, <laughs> TV and uh, mix up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all know how good Shield is at doing TV crossovers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Thor: Dark World. Shout out to Thor: Dark World, the worst tie-in in my life. My God. my two just park ranger dudes who just really wanted to save the trees. They were just very sad about the trees, God. and I think I mean they were also sad that one of them died. But you know, yeah. like yeah. I, I I like the shadows of Dark World is like is like a joke, but like also that that is basically the entire extent of the tie-in was that they just did shadows of Dark World at the start of the episode and then just didn't <laughs> do anything yeah. else. This one's for you. Oh. Uh. But yeah, Rip Mike. Uh, next episode is episode twelve, which is seeds. Main Coulson uncovers shocking information about Sky, and a team encounters a crisis at the Shield Academy. What's the next episode, Holly? What's just the title? Don't tell me the description. Oh, it's not tracks, is it? 
No, no. Wait, did okay. you guys literally not hear? I just said it. No, no, no. The next episode. Oh, the next, next episode. Yeah, sorry. Uh, episode 13. It might be tracks, actually. It oh, is shit. tracks. Oh, shit! Ah! Yeah. Oh, there's something <laughs> hype. I mean, hype I'm also episode. hyped for next episode because we uh, get a little bit more Fitzsimmons backstory. But... Yeah. Yeah. Next episode is good. There's some more Fitzsimmons backstory. There's a character who I still don't know how to feel about. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, but that's uh, it for this week. We might be back next week with that episode. Oh, my voice just seriously cracked there. But Yeah, um, it went like, wow. <laughs> we might be back with a new episode next week um but uh i've i mean the release schedule has been fucked as i'm sure anyone who's listening to this has noticed and i haven't been on twitter basically at all so i'm just going to take this opportunity here to say that we're going to move back to a once every two week schedule for the next little bit um that's that's like just like a formal so that we don't have the pressure to put in an episode every week because I've been I've... slammed with schoolwork. And okay, I think... actually, just uh, I would be okay with not putting a two week even on it, um, and just kind of as we go, letting them. Yeah, um, I, I yeah, I think I I am fairly confident in saying once every two weeks, just because I think okay. regular schedules are good. If we can slip in an episode, extra episode in between those two weeks, then then we will. Um, but I think the plan right now is to just have us start building up a backlog of edited episodes just in case um buck and i do get slammed with coursework because everything is so fucked right now with schools being closed and classes being online um Mm -hmm. so uh but yeah that's the we have busy lives (laughs) yeah that's gonna be the plan going forward uh tentatively if we turns out we can't Keep up the two reschedule, then uh, we'll see. But I think I think we we should be fine with that. Okay. But yeah, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you again next episode. Uh, I'll see you again, Buck, probably sooner than that. But for now, I will say goodbye to you because hey, it is time don't for, don't for spoilers. Don't forget to mention. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh but before before that happens uh i just wanted to shout out to abnormal mapping for hosting us on their network uh and not making a big deal out of the fact that we don't record or we don't uh have a regular schedule and also are bad <laughs> at this um and thank you to mel as fuck is aggressively <laughs> highlighting <laughs> it in the google doc Good old uh, for doing he never let you down Mel mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and while I'm just plugging shit uh, follow us on Twitter because we always forget to say that yeah follow us on um, Twitter man Yeah, we're I will say okay, I'm going to edit this part out but what I will say is that I have a, I think my uh, I, I made a new format for it but I'm not sure why maybe it's copying from episode 1 or something but um, on the last episode that I did I I did the outro so that it's more accurate. Okay, I did. I did copy this from the episode outline. Um, okay. So, I'll, I'll. What I'll. I'll probably go back and and edit that episode outline template. Uh, I've already 
like I've got one that I think was good, so you can okay. just copy paste that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna do. So nice. Um, but yeah. Uh, so with that, uh, we'll say goodbye to Buck. Actually, uh, <laughs> and see you in a moment for uh, spoiler talk. Spoilers. Yeah, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Uh, and we're back. It's spoiler talk. Spoiler talk. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, you mentioned, well, we were kind of setting this up, but yeah, Buck did just fucking call the Witch of Soldier tie-in, huh? I mean, on one hand, I feel like it was kind of inevitable because he has watched Winter Soldier. Uh, and, I mean, it's hard to look at this show knowing when it came out and be like there's absolutely no winter soldier tie-in yeah <laughs> yeah i just um, worried because how many episodes is, is it away right now it can't be that far away uh hold on i can tell you because i know when we get the first hints of it and i think it's like episode 18 i want to say ep- I want to say 16, but 18 also sounds correct. Let me see. Pull up the list of episodes here. Uh, 16. Okay, okay. So we just need to strategize a way to keep Buck. I think that there's going to be enough that happens in the next couple episodes to keep him off the synth. Because we have, in between there, we have Trax and Tahiti, which are a big, like pressure cooker episodes that really i mean they're quite intense so yeah oh fuck yeah i forgot that tahiti happens before that wow yeah it does because they that's how they save skies they get the right. alien blood oof we get introduced to garrett um in that episode as well so yeah yeah oh yeah Oh yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I think I think we should be good. But I, I do think I do think if it comes up again, I I kind of fucked up because I said that this does ha- happen before Winter Soldier. I mean, I think it's fine to say it happened. Like, because the thing is, it's one thing to know that Shield falls. It is a whole other hot cake to say that one of the team is a, a sleeper agent. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because, I, um, I mean, I think Buck is already leaning towards Victoria Hand as evil, which is definitely what they were setting up, um, mm-hmm. even though she's not, obviously, but he doesn't know that. Uh, so I think we're fine. I think I think we're okay for now. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm very much looking forward to that, though, because, yeah, I, uh, and I was very, I did have a moment of panic, and I was just like, fuck, he's doing it again. <laughs> he can't mm-hmm. do this again. I, I know, he has this, un like, uncanny ability to just, like, say something, and both of us are like, oh, shit, like, oh, shit, he just said that, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, especially oh. with this first season, like, there's so much under the surface, and he's, like, getting real close to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, I'm very, I'm very interested in how he's going to like react to like some of the stuff that's in the later seasons, like especially the stuff that happens with Coulson next season. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I mean, this show changes its tone completely between seasons one and two. Yeah. Um, 
And so it'll definitely be interesting to see, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. how he reacts to some of it. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I don't really have a lot to say about this episode, spoiler-wise. Because, like, like, we kind of were talking about, it's it's a big plot episode. So yeah. all the tension kind of comes from the fact that she's like, ooh, what's going on? And we know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, we, we do know what's going on. I will say that, um, like I mentioned, like, you know, they're really setting up Han to be sort of a, a ooh, is she good or evil? Mm-hmm. Um, and they have it from the start, which I think, I'm interested to see if Buck calls her being good when the when the turn happens. I don't know if he will. Yeah. Because that's the thing, too, is that they haven't done it in, like, a very overt way where they're just like, ooh, is she evil? Is she not evil? They're just doing it like, she's just kind of an asshole that you don't yeah. really like. Um, which could be, which, like, it, like, wouldn't lead you to think that she's, like, evil, evil. But, like, when the, she- the fall of shield happens, you're just like, oh, Victoria Hand is an asshole. Yeah. Like, um, they very, they very much play it as if she's a traitor, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, we also just get Colson stuff, which I mean, we know. <laughs> but uh, the memory machine is a thing that we see later on. Right. Yeah. It comes back to play in a few different ways as we progress. Which. Oof. Yeah, I know. never like that thing. It's bad. Yeah, I never, I never really liked it either, and I always, like, Raina here is like, you can ride the waves, but I don't know how well, I, I think it's still pretty choppy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even if you're riding the waves or whatever bullshit she says. And, uh, yeah, just Ward being grossly loyal. Gross. And Fitz has a little bit of a vicious streak, which is uh, something that will come into play later, for sure. <laughs> yep. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yep, not ready for that. Uh, shit. Apart from that stuff, though, I really don't have a lot to talk about, so I think we could probably just cut this short. Yeah, I, I pretty much, that's the only spoiler notes I had was just all that stuff, so yeah so yeah uh a little bit of a quicker one i mean it's still like an hour and 20 or something yeah. probably a little bit less than that after we edited it down but um yeah thank you for joining us on this one things are really kind of kicking into gear i i do like the next episode and, and like you said tracks is like a really good one yeah um uh and then pretty soon after that is is the fall of shield yeah, and, I mean, Trax uh, has the Stanley cameo. Oh yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Stanley. Um, and yeah, fuck. What episodes come in between Trax? Because Trax is thirteen. It's the next one, Seeds. Uh, no, in between that, because it's Tahiti. It's Trax, Trax, Tahiti. I think Yes Man, and then. And then it's um, turn, turn, turn. Which one is Yes Man? Uh, Garrett shows up, I think. Hold on. 
Let me look but Garrett again. shows up for Tahiti. Uh, season one. Okay, so it's tracks Tahiti. Yes, man. And then end of the beginning. So what's yes, man? Oh, it's the L'Oreal episode. Oh. I hate that episode. Yeah. Okay. So not it's not an uphill climb from here. Well, it's an uphill climb, and then there's a dip, and then we're back in it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, it's yes, man, and then end of the beginning. God. Which is crazy to think that we're already kind of that close. Yeah. But we're already. I mean. This episode is halfway through the season, so. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, with that, again, once again, thank you to Abnormal Mapping uh, for hosting us on the network. Oh, I, fuck, I forgot to plug their Patreon. Okay, it's patreon.com slash abnormal mapping. Uh, and uh, you can follow them on Twitter at abnormal mapping. Um, also, I'm just going to shout out the Abnormal Mapping people's Twitter because the Abnormal Mapping Twitter is just like a, an episode feed of all the podcasts on their network, as far as I know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can follow M at M underscore being on Twitter uh, and uh, Jackson at Head Falls Off on Twitter. Uh, they're both really cool. And they and... support us for free, so. Yeah, and they support lots of really, really cool podcasts yeah. uh, for free. Um, so, yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at the Bus Pod, and you can follow Mel, who did our podcast arts, while we're shooting on Twitter's at Squirrel Curls on Twitter. And she is super great. She is very good. Um, and with that, uh, we'll catch you all next time for Seeds. Uh, where we get to meet Ice Boy. Ice Boy. Oh, Ice Boy. Ice Boy. Alright. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.